Welcome to the friendliest campus in the South. Back guy Blanchard, one back set, rolls right, pressure coming, throws, Middleton got it, To the gym of the hills. He lifts it to left, that one's pretty well hit, all on the run, that ball is gone. Home of the Jacksonville State Gamecocks. This is your podcast for JSU Sports. High fly ball, center field. It is back. It's out of here. With your hosts, Brandon Owens and Cody Hooks, this is Cocky Nation. What is up? Welcome back, FCS Fan Nation and JSU fans to the Cocky Nation podcast. This is your boys Cody and Brandon back for another episode of JSU football and all things Cocky Nation. Today, we are going to recap what happened this previous week with our game versus JSU versus UAB. Brandon, would you like to start us off? Uh, I'm. I'm just, uh, you could tell I was not um, happy at all. I'm laughing um, and I shouldn't laugh, but. No, you're laughing because you know me too well. And you yeah. know that I, I was going to get upset if that happened. Oh, yeah. Um, but bef- so I don't get into it. Let's just jump right into the podcast. Yeah. Just jump right see. in. So we're going to review, like Cody said, we're going to review the uh, UAB game. Uh, so let's just get right into that. It was a 31-0 to loss, a uh, horrible loss for JSU. So you have any thoughts that you want to share before I jump in and tear the team a new one? Okay. All right. So as, as you probably have guessed, Brandon and I were both at that game. Um, we talked about this game between the two of us personally, um, we talked about it last week uh, when we were doing our previous uh, episode. And I got to tell you, my hopes were I had high expectations, not like we were going to necessarily dominate the game. My expectations were we were going to at least uh, have a competition in this game that we were going to show them, hey, we are JSU. And just because it's UAB does not mean that we were going to get totally annihilated and then we got totally annihilated um my personal feelings towards this game is there was a lot of mistakes that we made that shouldn't have happened um we uh, our coaching staff uh needs to get the ball rolling um i've been saying that for a very long time in regards to jsu football um but there were some good moments in the game. I will give that uh, there are some really good moments as far as defense, because we were doing really well as far as defense wise uh, in the first half of the game. Um, but uh, as far as offense, there's some, there's some power there. There, there's some good uh, tools on our offense, but overall I was just, I was a little, I was very upset. You know, I thought that we were going to at least have maybe a 31, 14, maybe maybe even 31, 20, uh, 21, you know, something like that. But the fact that we didn't even score a single touchdown uh, was very sad. Now, uh, some positive news. If anybody uh, actually watches the college football 
uh, which I'm assuming a lot of people watch college football. They actually featured JSU um, in one of their videos on TikTok uh, where it was our kicker after he kicked the ball and then ended up falling. Uh, and it was like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. Or it, no, 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 it wasn't that. It was the uh, nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to They're going to know. And so it was really fun to see us be at least featured. Yeah, uh, I saw a, a Twitter post uh, f- from college football um, on ESPN about mm-hmm. that, but it didn't have the background uh, sound from TikTok. It was just the straight broadcast and watching it. I, I had I had a good laugh. I had a good laugh. Um, for me, I I'm not happy at all. We're, we're making the same mistakes. Um, it was an a very underwhelming performance from JSU. Um, one of the things I noticed when looking at the stats was we had 155 total yards. When was the last time that we had 200 total yards of offense? Um, good Lord, that was a while ago. When was the last time that we had a game under 200 total yards? It's been a while, I think. It it wasn't even last season. Let's put it this way. I don't remember a game where we didn't at least get 200 total yards of offense. Not to mention that you look at that and you split it up among among, uh, passing and rushing. We had 91 passing yards and 64 rushing yards. When was the last time we had less than 100 yards in both? I don't know. I, you know, and again, like we, we, we keep saying it, you know, there, you know, we can constantly dig deep into this and just say, well, there were some good moments and there was, you know, like I said, there, there was some really good moments in regards to, you know, the defense holding up for as long as they did. Um, but one thing that I've noticed uh, with JSU football is we do get and end up getting tired really quick because if a team like UAB is constantly running that ball, which they were, they were playing really fast ball sometimes and they were doing they were playing a no huddle offense. Exactly. And on top of that, they were, they were doing running plays, not passing plays. They were doing running plays, which was constantly tiring out our defense to the point where they just eventually couldn't keep up. Now I kudos to them for holding out for as long as they did, but as far as we're talking on the offensive side, the 155 total yards is a little bit sad, you know, because again, when was the last time that we saw something like that? And I just had better expectations. And I don't know if it was just first game jitters. I don't know if it's maybe, yes, UAB is an FBS team. But at the same time, if you see like, and again, not trying to compare, but like SDSU versus Colorado State, um, you saw some uh, Montana. I mean, Montana showed up in their game, and it's just very hard to watch sometimes, you know, and to see that type of play happen in a game like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, a hundred percent. Before we move on to the next topic. Let's just take a look at these stats. 19 total first downs for UAB versus our nine. Absolutely awful. Again, when was the last time we had less than 10 first downs in a game? Um, 
our third down efficiency, two for 13, absolutely awful. Uh, fourth down efficiency, that's nothing new for us. Um, this says 154 yards, so I don't know if they fixed it. Um, last time I checked, it was 155. And this says passing for 88. I know what it is. I checked the stats on Score Mobile, not ESPN. Mm. This is from ESPN. That's what it is. Um, but still, like, you go down to penalties. UAB had more penalties than us, but l- how is that possible? They had more penalties, and we still didn't manage to score a single freaking point. I don't know. And we and... didn't even turn the ball over once at all. And see, for me, you know, and again, one of the other things that, you know, we talked about it last week, you know, as as far as weapons on the team, you know, when we're talking about offense, we mentioned Zarek Cooper. And Zarek is not necessarily a bad quarterback, but what we saw in that game, I was expecting a little bit more, you know. I, I don't know if maybe, again, was it first, first game jitters? I know the last time he played was in the fall and we played the spring season, so it had been a while for him. But, you know, I've seen him play to such a higher performance and still it didn't look pretty, you know. And, and so I'm just trying to figure out, you know, where where is the issues and where do they lie? Now, arguably speaking, you could say that it or as, you know, them not reading the field, the zone defense. Sometimes the zone defense doesn't work for one. Now, again, kudos to the defense for holding out for as long as they did, but the zone defense does not work. And and as far as discipline issues, we've argued that Jay Shoes had that issue for a while, you know, as far as like coaching. Now, Gross is not a bad coach, but I arguably say that is it time? Is it time for a change, you know, and, and Gross has done a lot for this team. He's, he showed up during the OVC over the last couple of years, but at the same time, if we want to get better, we might have to start looking forward. Yeah. So with their defense, um, I think I was the first one because you sat with my family. I think I was the first one that basically yelled as loud, like loud enough to where the UAB, B fans could hear me. Mm-hmm. I yeah, zone defense does not work. And it didn't. They were they were attacking the middle of the field in front of our linebackers with that tight end slant route and was getting at least six yards every pass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, when they are constantly doing that, and there was a there was a sequence where they did it what five times in a row or something like that, when they do it that much in a row, wouldn't you think you would make adjustments to where you could stop that? Right. No adjustments were made on either side of the ball this this entire game. That's what made me mad. That's – I was talking to – to like – I was talking to Will Seiler, who runs the A-Sun podcast with me. Mm -hmm. I was talking to him during the game, and I said, this coaching is – terrible and I, I i pretty much told him i was like i think it's time that we find a new coach or a whole brand new coaching staff this is absolutely horrendous yeah and in you know again arguably speaking what it really comes down to for me when, when we're talking about offensively 
um, is there needs to be that connection between that quarterback and the rest of the offensive line. And, right, and, and it's not there right now. Now, now granted, it is, it is early in the season, so things might change. But as of right now, I don't see it changing because we've given Zarek so many opportunities to make changes like that so he could form relation, trusting relationships on the field with his receivers and running backs and right. his offensive line. And by their performance, you can tell none of that has happened at all. And he's been here for what? This is his fourth or fifth year here. Mm. It's absolutely ridiculous. I think it's his. I think this is going into his fourth year. Um, now, arguably speaking, now and and there's nothing wrong with doing this, but my my idea would be it's early in the season, okay? And again, something could change. Zarek could change. Maybe it was just first game jitters. But I think we should also look at the options if we're not already doing so, which I know they're doing it in practice where they're rotating out the quarterbacks. But maybe we should start seeing more of those second string, third string quarterbacks and seeing what they can do. Now, as far as our, our next game, uh, which we'll get into later in a minute, um, but as far as the next game, I don't necessarily say that we should do it for the next game. But once we start getting into like our normal season, I think we should start looking at those options where we put in Graham, we put in Caldwell because a, it doesn't hurt anybody to try. And on top of that, I think it's also an opportunity for them to grow because let's face it, Zarek, this is his final year. He's going to be leaving, which means that we need to be prepared as JSU football to, to know that somebody else is going to assume that role and it's not going to be, let's just throw him in. Let, let's just see what happens. But giving him time in an actual game to get better. Now, whether that's Graham, that's Caldwell, I don't care because I think both of them have the potentials. Now, we haven't really seen Caldwell, obviously, because he's new. Um, speaking of which, Caldwell, I'm, I'm very excited to see you on the field once you start playing, if you're watching this. Um, but I think we just need to start looking at that as an option. Just every once in a while, like whether it's the second half of the game or in the last quarter of the games, like I don't care. We need to start throwing them into the game on a regular basis. The end of the game, like there's only a couple minutes left, let's throw them in. We need to give them more time to get more adjusted because who knows? Caldwell might end up or Graham might end up landing in that position and doing phenomenal. Again, using the example of the Georgia versus Alabama national championship game, you know, Jalen doing really well they swapped him out for Tua and then Tua changed the game he changed the the format he changed the environment and look what he did he ended up bringing them back and ended up winning that game it doesn't hurt anybody to try yeah one thing I will say about using that comparison Alabama's offense is more comfortable adapting on (laughs) the fly our offense our offensive coordinator is as stubborn as a freaking bull like he he will not make adjustments (laughs) whatsoever um so with that that being said Zarek is a style quarterback he's not an rpo type quarterback so i agree give somebody else who's going to fit 
our offense a lot better because that's how we're going to be more successful. And that's right. how you're going to form those more trusting relationships with a new quarterback who fits our offense. I think give it one more game for Zarek to to play and get better. But once we hit UNA and get right into FCS play, that's when you need to start giving like Newman, Caldwell, Graham, uh, the transfer from Cal Poly, you need to give those quarterbacks a chance to show what they got and see who fits the uh, offense better than Zarek Cooper. Right. And now that we're kind of moving and transitioning into that, uh, we're going to go ahead. Uh, is there anything else you want to add about the this past game? Brandon? Any more thoughts? Any more thoughts on the last game? Yeah, this past game. Um, uh, just one for UAB fans. If you somehow come across this, um, and Georgia fans for that matter, Georgia fans, you better be ready because UAB is something else this year. And by the way, y'all played against Clemson this past weekend. Y'all better be, y'all absolutely better be ready. Yeah. And, uh, my final thoughts, uh, if you didn't get to hear them, uh, please go find recordings of both UAB's, um, the Marching Blazers, as well as the JSU Marching Southerners. Uh, please go listen to their their recordings of their halftime shows. They were both super good, super phenomenal. As uh, as former Southerners ourselves, Brandon, you can attest. Like when I heard that for the first time, I I, I got giddy. I'm a, I'm a huge Hans Zimmer fan, so it was really fun to listen to them play that music on the field. Um, so that's my last thoughts. Um, but now we're going to go ahead and transition. Uh, we looked in the past and we're looking to the future. Uh, and by future, I mean this coming Saturday uh, at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, 7 o'clock Central Standard Time. JSU will be traveling to Florida State and we will be playing them on the ACC Network. Uh, Brandon, what are your thoughts of this game? Um. If JSU gets their crap together, I think it can be another really competitive game, whether the score shows that or not. Um, mm -hmm. But it, it's going to be a tough one for JSU, especially with the way they played against UAB. It's going to be an extremely uh, tough test for them going into FCS play. True. Um, just to kind of give you all a little bit of a recap, um, JSU went to Florida State last year. Uh, we filled in a gap in our schedule, you know, with COVID being the way that it was, we were able to go and play them last year. Um, last year we played them and we did end up losing 24 to 41. But I will say when I watched that game, JSU did again hold up really well in that first half. We were really dominating. I think we were actually leading um during the first half of the game. And then once we got to the second mm -hmm. half, uh, the Florida state ended up coming back. Uh, the statistics of that game though, um, we had about 18 first downs, uh, about three out of 10 on our third down efficiency, uh, passing, uh, total yards. We had about 307 passing was 244. rushing was about 63. Um, and then we, you know, as far as turnovers, we only had one, um, but overall, it was not a bad game. Um, now, obviously, we didn't win. But statistically speaking, I think this is beneficial to us. You know, I've been talking to Brandon about this before, that if you look at this from a perspective of you learn from the past. And our coaching staff 
utilize that to its vital importance of saying, okay, we played them. We know how they play. Um, and we need to utilize that to our advantage because we know how they're going to play, which means that Zarek's played this game before he played last year uh, in that game. I think we might end up showing up a little bit better. Now, as far as winning the game, don't know yet, because obviously if you take into perspective, uh, that's Jen. Say hi, Jen. Um, she's waving. <laughs> but uh, if you take into perspective uh, what happened in regards to last year's game and we apply that to this year's game, we might stand a chance. But again, thinking about UAB, it's hard to hard to put that into perspective. Yeah. Um Comparing last year's results for the FSU game, um, this team, because a lot of the uh, players that played in that game are are on the team this year, mm -hmm. um, it sh it should should either have the same result or even a closer result. But with how they just performed at uh, the Crampton Bowl against UAB, I just don't see it happening. Um, Florida, I'm about to watch the Florida state, uh, Notre Dame game and I'll see how, how good FSU is. And I'll have a much better, um, thought process as far as like the game goes. But for right now, I can only go off of what I've seen from JSU and knowing that Florida state is a P five team and a, a really good program historically, um, I, th I just think Florida State is a lot bigger, a lot fa faster. Um, not necessarily. Uh, sorry to my best friend Leslie, who is in doctoral school there. Sorry, uh, but still, like they're they're bigger, they're faster, they're stronger. I just I just think they're going to overpower JSU. Um, even if we do have a same result as last year, where we're lasting the first three quarters, come that fourth quarter they're going to outpower us and use their depth to their advantage, which should happen um, when an FBS team is playing an F, uh, FCS team. Um, but we'll, we'll see what happens. So my question, Brandon, is what does JSU need to do to stay in the game? Um, get better at everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean um, – Specifically, uh, I agree. I agree. specifically that offensive line. That that offensive line when they played UAB was not holding their blocks. They were not protecting Zarek Cooper the way that the way they should be. Uh, they weren't giving him enough times to make smart decisions. Um, so especially going up a much bigger, faster, and stronger often uh, defensive line at Florida State, you're going to. Have have to figure out a way, hold your block, and give Zarek Cooper the time he needs to make smart decisions. Right. And uh, I would say, and, you know, I've been talking to uh, my band director that I'm working with at my high school. Uh, he had, he got his master's at Florida State. And so I've been talking to him about that game um, for a while. And, and so of course, you know, he's rooting for Florida state in this, in this con, you know, contest, but I do think that we have to, we have to get smarter on our offense. Um, I think if they're not already 
working on the connection between Zarek and our wide receivers that we need to. Um, because running game only gets you so far, mm-hmm. and you can't you cannot keep running the ball because they're going to just keep blocking you, especially if our offensive line cannot hold up. Um, so if they're not working on that on that connection between the wide receiver and Zarek, uh, then we're not going to get the ball down the field. So that's definitely something that I would say we need to work on a lot if they're not already doing so. Yeah, the wide receivers and tight ends was another issue. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, They had so many drops against UAB, even drops when they were wide open. There was no – especially when you're wide open, there's no excuse to drop a pass unless you are running down the field and the quarterback is throwing over your head and he overthrows you. There's just no excuse for that. Right. When when it hits you right in the chest and you're able to catch it like this, it you through. should be able to catch it. You it, it, it looked like the hands of our wide receivers were transparent and it was going right through their hands. Yeah, it was it was tough. It was very tough to watch, but again, we obviously we both expect good things from JSU. We hope for good things for JSU in this game. Um, but it's just, it's, it's hard to tell sometimes, man. <laughs> yeah. And to kind of comment about like future games that we will get into in later episodes, um, some of our other opponents that, I mean, after the UAB game, I thought we were going to, I was saying we're going to go eight and three, four and seven. We're not even going to sniff the playoffs. Um, but after seeing some of our other opponents play over the weekend, I feel a little bit better um, because I know we're going to get better. Um, like especially Kennesaw State. Kennesaw State, like they 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 let an NAIA team. Now, granted, it's a really good NAIA team um, come in and just like hang in there. They they allowed them to have. Uh, tw- to score 25 points that and the Owls beat them by 10. So especially like the Kennesaw State game, so you JSU fans can kind of take a deep breath for a little bit. Mm-hmm. As far as like those kinds of games go, 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 I'm not going to give further thought on it until it's time. Uh, but I feel a little bit better about certain matchups in our future. Right. Yeah, it's uh, I I, I want to keep saying that it's too still too early to to make good predictions as far as the rest of the season, um, but you know again it really just depends on how this game looks on Saturday. You know, mm-hmm. um, especially like you know just it's hard it's hard to it's hard to pinpoint because you know you anybody that's listened to me on on cocky nation before this knows that i'm i'm the optimist i like to believe in in the mirror i'm I'm the realist yes this is also true and so i'm hoping um so brandon what are your predictions for this game as far as well i'm gonna give what i hope hope to happen or what I what I would love to see happen, and then my actual prediction. Okay. What I would love to see happen is I would love to see Florida State go in tonight and beat Notre Dame. Uh, 
end up ranked in the top 25 and we pull a Montana. <laughs> I would love for that to happen because that would mean we redeemed ourselves from week one. But my actual prediction, my actual prediction, I am going to pick the Seminoles. Um, and my score for right now is going to be 48 to 6. Okay. I'm going to go again. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the optimist here. Um, I'm going to say. You better not. You better on, not. Just, just, just hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. I think I, I won't give you a score because it's hard. I don't want to give a score because then I'm going to end up being really, really wrong, and I don't want to do that. I think JSU is going to pull out, but it's going to be, like, really, really close. Like, I mean, by a field goal, by three. That's it. Like, if if we win. You're picking JSU. I'm picking JSU, and it will be by three. That That's, that's the only way. Now – Again, I so essentially you're picking us, you're picking Notre us, Dame to absolutely destroy and murder, not murder or destroy, destroy and murder FSU tonight. Yeah. So, I don't see that happening. Listen, listen. As much as I don't like the Fighting Irish, granted, I'm I'm a huge Alabama fan. If any of y'all have not picked that up yet, um. I'm a huge Alabama fan, so I I really do not like the the Fighting Irish, anyways. Um, but as much as I want to believe that Florida State could pull out and and do something in this game, I don't. I just don't see it happening. I'm I'm sorry. So I'm hoping that maybe we see the truth. Uh, the proof is in the pudding for this game tonight uh, for Florida State and see how they really play. And if it looks as though I'm hoping it will, then I'm I'm having high high hopes uh, for for JSU. I'm not saying I'm saying by three. That's that's all I'm saying. By three, we're gonna end up winning by three, and Brandon uh, and I will cry. Um, and oh wait, I had a had a bet, didn't I? Like if a if, bet. It, didn't I make a make a deal with you last week that if uh, if UAB ended up winning, um, that uh, I had to do something? I can't remember what it was. Um, we'll have to go back to the the yeah, we'll, the video we'll, we'll and it. we'll look at it later. All right. But, so one thing that was not on our agenda tonight that I just want to go ahead and say. Um, basketball is happening in two months and JSU just released their out of conference schedule. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not going to give dates, but I'm going to list the teams in order of what we play or when we play them. Okay. Uh, so up first, we got Wichita state at Wichita state, and then we are home hosting Alabama A&M. And then we travel to Troy and then we are in a tournament in Bahamas, and our first game is against Abilene Christian. Whoop Troy? Yeah, whoop Troy. And then after that uh, Bahamas tournament, we come back to the States, and we travel to Elon. Um, and then we are back home against um, South Alabama. And then we travel to Richmond, Virginia to take on VCU. 
and then we have two games back to back at home. Uh, first against Lagrange College, and then against uh, Florida International. Uh, the game I am most excited about uh, for our out of conference schedule, and I'm thinking about going to this one. We travel to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, to take on Alabama. And then we are on the road for our next game against Little Rock. And then we are home for two, to close out our last two out-of-conference games against Carver College and Middle Georgia. Mm. Mm. And then we start A-Sun play, which will be absolutely fun. I'm so excited for that. Well, it'll be definitely interesting um, to watch them play Alabama, especially seeing how Alabama played this past season. So um, I'm interested to see that game. Um, but I'm also very excited to, to see what's going to happen in this Bahamas tournament. Um, of course, being the optimist I am, high expectations. I think uh, I think we played really well last season, and I think we're gonna it's going to transition into this season as well. I mean, our basketball team has not done terrible over the mm-hmm. last few years, and so I'm I'm thinking that we're going to be consistent throughout the season. Yeah, I, I have very high hopes for our basketball team, especially going into this new conference. Um, I looked at the schedule like the full schedule today and I did an overall like win lose record. Um, but I will reveal that at a later date. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wanted to throw that in there because basketball is upon us in about two ish months. So we will be getting ready to do that come November end of October. Um, as well as continue football. So our episodes will definitely be a lot longer at that point instead of this measly 30 to 40 minute episode. So mm-hmm. with that being said, uh, that wraps everything up. So I just want to say thank you all for listening. And if you haven't already, follow us on Instagram uh, and Twitter at cocky, cocky underscore nation. Everything is in the banner below. Uh, join our Facebook group or community by searching, searching cocky nation, a JSU podcast. Um, and if you haven't already go follow, uh, the FCS fans nation, uh, uh, podcast on all groups, uh, join our community on Facebook. Uh, we are a part of the FCS fans nation network. So that's why we are giving a shout out. Plus all the guys over there are amazing. I've done I've been brought on numerous times, have a great time every time. So shout out to you guys. Thank you for letting us be a part of your network. It's really going good so far. Um, Also, be on the lookout for more content throughout the season, not just on Cocky Nation, but other FCS podcasts that might be in future collaboration with us. Um, We have a few few football games coming up to where we will probably – end up doing that uh, very soon, especially with the KSU game coming up in about a, uh, less than a month. Um, but I got to, I got to get in contact with those people first. Um, <laughs> again, thank you for listening and remember go Gamecocks and fear the beak. <laughs>